Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, I am Grace Pemberton, and today I have in the studio with me the pleasure of Miss Sandra Murphy, the unflappable, amazing, the epitome of an interview, at least in my mind, Miss Sandra Murphy. Today we will be doing this podcast for Podcast Pioneers Season 2, which is Engagement, Conversations, and Connections. I've entitled it Sitting in the Hot Seat because I'm not the interviewer today, but I am being interviewed. So Sandra, take it away. Great. Yes, ma'am. How is Toastmasters? an influencer, how do you influence others in your connecting, in your conversation, and in the time that you spent in Toastmasters? How have you influenced those that needed to hear an encouraging voice? Hmm. Tell me about that. Very good question. My first reaction would be that I encourage someone I don't know. But then I think back of Cappy Hamilton, who was a Toastmaster at Toast of the Bronx. And Cappy was fond of saying, she could not say no to me. Whenever I asked her to do something, even if she didn't want to do it, she would agree. I don't know if that's why she's no longer a Toastmaster, but Cappy's a wonderful person and we're still in touch. And then the next person I would think of is Chandra. Chandra is still with us, Chandra Nandikola. And Chandra will testify that I've helped him, I've encouraged him, and I've given him feedback that have helped him tremendously in his professional life, especially, but also in his personal life. He has been promoted in his professional life and he has been going up the ladder, so to speak, in Toastmasters as well. He's currently in a different district. And if my mind serves me correctly, I think he would be a district director, an incoming district director. So. Yay, Chandra, kudos to you. Yes. And I'm still trying to support others by mentoring. And I enjoy doing that. I enjoy helping other people achieve their goals. Sometimes people would say to me, well, get me to do it. Make sure I do it. Get behind me. And then... I said, you sure that's what you want me to do? <laughs> because I'm very good at that. And they said, sure. And then life happens. And even though I would contact them and say, all right, it's time for you to give a speech. It's time for you to do this. It's time for you to do the other. Life happens. And they would say, well, you know, well, I'm doing this now. I'm working this job. and Or I'm going to school. I'm taking up this course. So what can you do mm -hmm. when they're available? I'm available. 
mm. and I would help. As long as they need help, I, I'm there to help because I want to see them succeed. I love that. We need encouragement. Mm -hmm. And mentorship in Toastmasters is something that we don't hear enough about. Those that have been in the Toastmasters business for a long time that are able to bring the newbies in mm -hmm. and to help them to understand that this is a journey and it's not an overnight success. Right. Working hard, going through your pathway and doing your speeches and networking. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you a quick a question about that. Networking. Mm -hmm. Now, you, you mentioned you will call members and say, listen, I haven't heard from you in a while. How about doing a speech? You know, we need to hear your magnificent voice. And then folks will go through the whole, you know, well, I'm going through this, I'm going through that. In their life story, their life experiences, mm -hmm. the ups and downs. Has there ever been a situation where you might have shared a personal story about what you might have been going through? And then at the end of that sharing, you regretted it and said, What did I tell? Why did I tell all my personal business? What did I just share? I, I want to, re, you know, retract that statement. I want to take it back. I want to erase what I just told he, him or her. Mm. But you can't. You just let it all, all out on the table. <laughs> but that's the Grace Pemberton thing. Has that mm. ever happened to you? Where you shared too much? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I've, I'm a mature person. And in years and in experience, and I've learned, like you rightfully said, once you put it out there, you can't take it back. So I measure my words, even like my husband's speech, you know, he said, words have power. So I think before I say stuff, I don't want to hurt people's feelings by saying the wrong thing. And it doesn't mean that people don't get their feelings hurt because they misunderstood but it's never my intention to hurt anyone's feelings. So I measure my words. I think before I speak, I, I want them to get the message without feeling hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yes, definitely. I try to be mindful of that, yes. Because again, I try to put myself in the other person's shoe. How would I feel if someone just came and and mishandled me or mishandled my feelings. I wouldn't like that at all. So I'm cautious in dealing with others as well. I show them, I try to show them the same grace that I expect mm. from others. When That's you, when we're speaking, mm -hmm. thank you for that, that beautiful answer, by the way, that response. But when we're speaking to each other, are we uh -huh. really listening? We tend to have a listening and retention <laughs> deficit. Mm. That can be a deficit. Some people are listening and then some people, oh yeah, I heard exactly what, and their, their mind is scattered. All because over that's the human nature. Do you sometimes feel that, that energy with those that aren't truly listening to you? And you're trying to get that message across. You're trying to, look, I'm giving you great information. What is the problem here? How 
can deal with that listening um, from others? Well, because I've experienced that situation that you mentioned, you know, when you you've put all your all into something to convey it, and then you still walk away like they weren't paying attention. They didn't hear me. Not one of them heard me. So even when I think about that, I try to not reciprocate that kind of attention deficit. But when others are speaking, I try to engage. I try to pay attention. And in Toastmasters, when you have to evaluate, when you have to be the listener, the grammarian in the room, mm -hmm. it really helps you to focus, to listen, to, to hone those listening skills. Because you want to be able to give a good report. And a lot of Toastmasters have been very creative in how they interpret what they've heard. You know, even in, in firing back questions to the audience to see if everyone was paying attention, if everyone was on the same page. And it's amazing and it's wonderful when that happens, when the questions are asked and people are just on the spot, you know, with the answers because they were listening. Yeah, listening is very keen and everyone wants to be heard. All of us wants to be heard. We don't want our words to just be out there or to go in one ear and out the other. So yes, in order for us to get that, we have to give it. So we have to be listeners ourselves as well. Mm -hmm. When you do a speech mm -hmm. and you think about the topic, now what am I going to talk about? this time it's always at this time how long does it take you to come up with a topic that current that those will listen will listen that you will get um people will reciprocate you know through this observation through conversation through engagement and absorbing mm -hmm. that topic that information how do you decide on your topics? For me, and I've told this to other Toastmasters as well, I said, we can speak on anything and everything. There are millions of topics around us all of the time. I like to encourage the newbies who are given their icebreaker. I said, listen, you, you are talking about yourself. You can go on and on about yourself because nobody knows you better than you. But with an icebreaker, it's only four to six minutes. So practice so that you do not go over the time or under the time. But it's the subject is you. So it's an easy topic. Although some people say, no, because it's about me, it's difficult. And I said, okay, well, you could talk about what you do for a living. You can talk about your family. You can talk about a hobby. You can talk about the fav your favorite color, whatever. Find something, have an opening, a body, and a closing, and that's a speech. So that said, when I'm looking at what I'm supposed to speak on to go through my paths, I read the evaluation, and then I decide on what topic. I'm going to speak on. 
for that project. I'm doing a speech tomorrow at Toast of the Bronx, as a matter of fact. And it's about giving a toast, a social speech. And I'm gonna do that in honor of my granddaughter who just graduated from high school. So there are things that are happening in our lives, things that are going around, going on around us all the time that we could tap into and share. That's how I do it. To stay on that particular question, are there mm -hmm. certain topics that you tend to shy away from? Because I know when I want to do a topic, you know, maybe that's too controversial or that's too out of the realm of Toastmasters. Maybe I'm getting too deep. Maybe I'm getting too <laughs> philosophical. So are there any topics that a Grace Pemberton says, no, nah, not this time, or no, maybe I'll just stay away from because it won't be received properly. Or maybe no. Said, no, okay. No, that has never crossed my mind. And okay. The consensus in Toastmasters International is that you can speak on any topic. Although some people would try to damper it down and say, well, don't talk about religion, don't talk about politics, and don't talk about sex. But all of these things can be broached. All of these topics can be broached, but it's in the the way that it's conveyed. Mm. What is the message that you're trying to get across? Consider your audience. You don't want to be offensive and Toastmasters frowns on using offensive language. I too. I don't think you need to use offensive language to get your point across. I think everybody, an educated person can speak and say what they have to say without using curse words, mm. but that's just me. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yes, any topic can be broached, any topic can be spoken on, and it's up to the individual to be succinct and efficient and careful in how they bring their, that topic across, their message across. Yeah, because everyone should be able to walk away and say, oh, well, I got something from that message. Yeah. And I think that's very important. Mm -hmm. Each speech, you should leave with something, even if that's it's a one-liner, but something that you've gotten from the speech. Mm -hmm. Empathy and respect. Empathy and respect. Both words are very powerful words when you're empathetic and you respect mm -hmm. each other mm -hmm. through engagement, through conversation, and through connection. Right. What do you think is most important, empathy or respect? Mm -hmm. Or do you think both of them is one and the same? I believe both of them carry a lot of wait, I wouldn't put one above the other. It's like the core values. We should have core values in our personal life. We should have core values 
for our family. We should have core values for our organization and we should stand by those core values. So empathy, we want to be empathetic. And again, I'm looking at it from the standpoint of do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Be empathetic because you will want others to be empathetic with you as well. Be respectful because you would want others to respect you, to show that same courtesy to you. So I wouldn't put one above the other. I would say they go hand in hand or hand in glove. They go together. And when we can convey that, when we can stand on those core values or those principles, we can navigate any conversation, any engagement, any connection. Yes, because there would be mutual respect and empathy. Sandra, thank what? you so much. Oh, okay, we're done. Oh, that was wonderful. <laughs> yes, that and I know you, you probably have a myriad of questions, a plethora, but I'm looking at the timing. Okay. And I just want to say thank you so much for agreeing to come and do this interview. It oh, was not welcome. as painful as I thought it would be. <laughs> See, I told you. It wasn't so That's because you are so good at what you do, and I appreciate that. So thank, thank you, you so very much. This and has been, thank you. This has been a, a production of the Podcast Pioneers Toastmasters Club in District 46 for season two, engagement, conversations, and connections. I would like to thank our club president, Neja Parang, our club vice president, Bipin Chandriani, our designer, Sue Brooks, and our project manager, Jeremy Shadden, which rhymes with Manhattan. Thank you all so much for all that you do for District 46 and especially for Podcast Pioneers. This is Grace Pemberton with my guest, Sandra Murphy, signing off. Thank you Bye. so much. Bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye now. <laughs>